You're listening to JM Partners Atlanta Market East Drop, a quick real estate update from Jerry Metcalf Partners, real estate agents on the ground in Atlanta, talking about what it's like, what to expect, the pros, the cons, and what to consider to align yourself and your loved ones for the best opportunities. All right, everybody, it's the JMP Eavesdrop. We are missing Bridget today. She's out showing properties, but we've got Adam and Chad with us and me, Jerry, and we are going to talk about what's going on in the market. Today, we're going to hit a few things. Number one, we're going to do a quick overview of what the market's doing and why, and then we're going to go into some little things that we were just, we were talking about this morning that unrepresented or represented buyers and sellers are completely unaware of that can how you can end up losing the switch plates in your house and not even know it's coming. First of all, the market. Average sales prices, we were talking about this, have gone up over 20% since the beginning of the year. This is Metro Atlanta overall. This time last year, they're over 15% higher. They've gone from under 250 to now over $290,000. In the meantime, Median days on market, this is unbelievable, is less than two weeks. And then you've got median of everything. And then month's supply of homes for sale is under two months. In a neutral market, you're looking at six months. We are under two months supply. We've talked about this week every week. That's because interest rates are low. Well, there are a lot of great people are reconsidering how they're moving. So the demand is high. Interest rates are low. We've talked about how there have been a lot of self, there's been a lot of self-regulation in the market since the Great Recession. So people are now ready to move and spend, so forth and so on. But we had talked a little bit about, I think one of you guys, y'all wanted to share a story on um, supply. What do we do when there's a low supply and we've got a client with very specific needs? Adam, we had one of those recently. Yeah, we get you get creative. Uh, <laughs> that's what you do. We, for example client that we're under contract with now had to have a master on main and we had to get creative found a new construction went to the builder able to go back and forth talk through some things see what some options are and we're able to turn in a regular guest bedroom on the main level into a master suite um there it i mean it, there's a little bit longer time to close because of that but however we're able to make it work get creative find the perfect house on the low inventory situation and make this the perfect home for them um, by getting creative on how to turn the home into a house with a master on main. And Chad, you just put a couple of houses under contract in the last week. Um, and they weren't the typical, you know, how, like, you know, the, the typical half a million dollar home that you think is going to sell in two days. They were in specific special markets with special features. Um, share with us a little bit about, kind of why they went into a contract quickly, what you did, how you did it, and what's going on in the market. Yeah, so um, there are actually two pretty unique houses. So one of them um, was built in 1895, and it had a neat amenity of a private airport um, that it had access to. And it was actually interesting because we had buyer, the buyer actually is from Inman Park. Um, so he came from Inman Park all the way up to, you know, Northwest Georgia, and that's where we found a majority of the buyers from. And that one went under contract in two weeks. 
um, and he was looking for an older home, you know, similar to one that he has in Inman Park, um, and he pr preferably with, you know, airport access because he was a pilot. Uh, yeah, so that, I mean, that was a unique, and frankly, we thought that one would take a little bit to sell, but it didn't, fortunately. Um, and then another one, we had a buyer that just wanted to be in Morningside. It was two um, CDC employees, two epidemiologists that are working on the COVID response. Um, so they wanted to be in Morningside, close to the CDC. And we found this awesome house for them um, that had a, a guest house. And I mean, it was, it was fantastic. But similarly, it was one bathroom short of what they needed. So we figured out a way to um, build one out. And so we're working on that. And um, yeah, so if it doesn't exactly exist, we'll, we'll create it and build it. Um, but they love Morningside. So it, it worked out great. And some things about inventory, we've talked about this before, but inventory right now is, or supply, I should say, um, you've got a really high supply of townhomes and a lower supply, of, especially these properties under two and a half million in Buckhead, they're going in less than six months. And then you've got townhomes that are on the market longer because there's so many more. And I know, I think you all, it's because of the COVID situation. So we were talking earlier in our Atlanta fine home sales meeting, and this is something as agents, we kind of were like, well, duh. But we started thinking like, as a buyer, when do you think that you could buy a house and not have the light fixtures, not light fixtures, that too, but even so much as a basketball court that was in the yard or the switch plates that were in the house when you looked at it? How does that happen? <laughs> you Critical to look at the disclosures is what is, that, is how that happens. It's, exactly. the, yeah. the disclosures will tell you everything and you just need to make sure that you look at everything, including switch plates that people will take when they leave their house. And the next thing you know, you show up on your first day um, after you close and all of your outlets are exposed. Which is wild to me. We, I, we could almost have a conversation about that because I don't think new construction can sell a home that doesn't have switch plates. But somehow in resale, because of the disclosures, which not to pick on in our industry, but it's something to keep in mind, everybody. All this stuff is done to protect us. But then you'd start realizing the basketball court could actually be gone. Or my favorite, on the other end of that, um, there were urns. This is a, the attorney we work with was telling us about there was a seller who had urns in his driveway. And usually, or the, not, the pots in the yard, usually people assume those are going and in this case, they were attached to the ground. So as a result of being attached and that not being mentioned on the disclosure, the arms didn't get to go. So, I thought you were going in a different direction. You were going to say grandma's ashes ended up staying with the house or the urns. Like, but that's what, that what he called them? Because I was yeah, thinking. I mean, they're, they're, they're large concrete urns that they were attached with like an eight inch screw into the, into the driveway that Typically, people can will pick up and take with them. However, since they were actually screwed in and attached, they all of a sudden become a fixture. And unless they're specifically called out in the disclosures, they stay with the property. So whether it's the big things like the urns or the little things like the switches and the really little things to check for on your contract and make sure you negotiated or looked at or what the market's doing, y'all give us a call if you have any other questions or want to see the latest market stats. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry.
Thank you for listening to the JM Partners Atlanta Market Eavesdrop. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with your friends who might be moving or who just want to keep up with the latest on the Atlanta residential market. You can find us anytime online at jmpartners.io. That's jmpartners.io.